There it is. We rolling. <laughs> now you go to me and go to Dougie Fresh. <laughs> Yo, welcome episode eight. This is the Option Podcast. And as you can guess, I have Doug E. Fresh. What's good, baby? Welcome, boys. Good to see you. Just and, got into town. And, of course, volleyball extraordinaire and Hermosa Beach resident black man. That's Jeff Samuel. <laughs> As we like to call him in Florida, the token. What are you talking about? We're all over out here in Hermosa Beach. <laughs> all right. So, listen, we, we, me and you, the three of us, we, we, we could spend 15 different directions on this. But let's start with the easiest one. Let's talk a little bit about Ricardo first. All right. Um, how's, how's that boy doing? Boy's doing good. Um, I just spoke with him yesterday. He, uh, he's, he's doing a lot of rehab. He's feeling good. Right. Doctor told him to step out for this weekend. Just, you know, not force it. He's older. He doesn't heal as quick. So if he gives it a little more time to heal, then things will be back to normal. And he yeah. can eventually get back to a plan. Maybe Manhattan, Chicago. Um, he, he definitely wants to do Manhattan. So. Yeah. Determined, huh? And we're preparing for Manhattan. Cool, yeah, man. Sure. So right. sure. He, he was going to go play some FIVB? Yeah. So, yeah, he was going to go play the FIVB. And um, he had signed up the week before. Uh -huh. The Seattle tournament that he got hurt in. And, uh, yeah, he went and got hurt. We went back to the hotel and we discussed it. And um, he said, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to chase it. And he just made a decision and called his, his partner, Guto, and said, listen, we're just going to, you know, not be able to do this. Um, and, you know, he went to Brazil and got therapy. I mean, everything was lined up for him. He had an entry, a major entry in all four tournaments. Wow. But, that would be hard to... Hard to turn down. Oh, shit, I got to turn. Speaking of turn down, my bad, guys. Yeah, it was an opportunity, you know, like, um, to chase another Olympic medal. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, he got hurt. And, you know, it wasn't a dream. He was doing it to help Guto. Got it. Yeah. Um, yep. Just like with the whole, I don't know if you guys know the story about Alvaro and Allison. Alvaro, yeah. Yeah. Allison called Ricardo, and he was training in Florida with Alvaro. And uh, he said, who do I play with? And he said, this guy's groomed, ready to go. Pick him up, take him, and look what they are. Yeah. You know, so wow. yeah. um, he has so much power in the Brazilian volleyball yeah. community. So, Jay, do me a favor. Can you tag my name on this somehow so people know know what's up? Spam my phone for a sec. So, um, so here's the thing. And you might agree with me on this. Isn't it crazy, like, as athletes, and we're going to use Ricardo in specific, but in general, like, the moment before you get injured, you feel like you're playing your best volleyball ever. 100%. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah, man. Oh, uh, my goodness. Been Everybody's been there, you know? Yeah, and, man. And all and of a sudden, it, an injury occurs, and you feel mentally that you never come back the same. So in your opinion, I guess um, this is kind of a rhetorical question. How do you think Ricardo felt before he got hurt? He was playing his he best. He was, felt like he was playing some of his better volleyball, right? Well, I mean, at that age, he's playing great volleyball. Yeah. Um, he played much better when he was 30, you know, obviously, because he had a little more athleticism, younger, more energy. Yeah. Um, but he's still Ricardo. I mean, yeah. he trains hard. He's lifting every day. He's eating good. He's still living the lifestyle yeah. of a professional volleyball player at 44 years old. And a very grounded you know? technique, right? That yeah. Like the blocking yeah. technique, yeah. those kind of things that come that... Um... Things that you can't teach, you know, that you learn throughout experience. I mean, mm. 24 years on the beach is a long time at the top level. Um, yeah. So... For him, he, he became the best, you know, playing against the best. And yeah. It's crazy to see that he got injured this time around and, uh, and he's still hungry for more. Yep. We're talking about Ricardo Santos right now. 
Um, three three time Olympian. I think he's got one one medal. He's got apiece. one of each. Four yeah. Olympics, and he won a gold, a silver, and a bronze. That's right. Yep. Lost yeah. to USA. Dane um, Dane and yeah. Two at the time, what seemed like journeyman, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, and shit. it's funny because the last World Championships we had, I heard them talk about trying Trevor. Wow, mm -hmm. those guys are like the Dane and Fenoy. You know, right now they're in the first place. Yep. And they're going to go to Olympics, and they can make an impact. You know? Yeah. And and the cool thing about splitting block is it shouldn't be an old school concept. If you got two guys that can do it in a hybrid, you know, the Latvians do it. You know, Russia's got a couple of teams. Brazil, we can lose count. You know, on on, on how many people do that, and um. But the cool thing about what you said about some things like the training and the discipline doesn't go away. But I would also suggest there's certain techniques like the blocking technique, uh, passing, setting, like fundamentally, there's some things if you had before um, that that kind of stays with you. Absolutely. Like you ever play like a, an indoor- Even after two years yeah. out of the game. You like, know? like you ever play indoor player in a game of sand, right? And then they're like, oh, I'm not used to this, I'm indoor. And you're, and you're looking at it and it's like, probably because you just suck indoor. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, yeah. You probably, I mean, because there's certain things yeah. that are you're taught. It, it, well, it, the indoor game is technical to each position player. Right. You know, uh, you're good at this. You're good at passing. Okay. You're going to come in and serve. Yeah. You know, on the right, beach, so indoor, it's an middle, yeah, I get game. You yeah. know, it's a completely different mentality. Look at these young guys that are coming in from the indoor now. Yeah. You know, and doing and successful, doing really well on tour. Yeah, man. You know, it takes takes time. Yeah. What? Well, I mean, let alone Rosie, who picked up David Lee. You know. Yeah. Tell us about David Lee. David Lee, from what I see, man, the kid's got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of talent. Um, yep. He's young. He's raw. You know, yep. um, he needs to get his feet wet in the sand. And how old is he? Once he does. I'm like, do we know him? I don't know. I guess that's my. Is that my job? I'm supposed to be figuring those sorts of things. Uh, got the laptop. I'm, I'm interested to see how well these guys do this weekend. You know. Mm -hmm. um, Me too. Me I'm too. I'm really It's, it's going to yeah. be yeah. Well, like, talking about it, there's about five or six mixed teams. You know, everybody kind of split up uh, last tournament. Seems yeah. to be more common. Um, Let's roll out some of them. Let's rule out some of them. We're talking about um I'm talking about I heard Piotr's playing with John Hyden. Yep. That's a beautiful pickup. It's a good pickup. Um uh, Avery and Thought Chase. Jeff would have been nicer, but guys. Um, um, Avery and Chase are back. Yep. Yeah, and we have um Miles and Ryan. Yeah. Ryan Doherty. Avatar and Evans, yep. Sarah Hughes playing with Bustamante as yeah, the one seed yeah. in the qualifier. Yeah, what about that? why didn't she get in? Because she had more points than the bottom seeds. She yeah, was, but do maybe, you have to have a point to to get into the I, I honestly thought she had enough points for her and her She partner. does. I looked at looked at I looked it up. If you look it up right now, you'll oh, see. Oh, no, no, no. There, um, there was probably some wild cards. There were, but I think her points still surpassed the 14th seed, the 13th seed. But her partner had no points. Is that because you need to have at least a point to be in the major? I don't know. We're going to have to look at that. You know, I was, I was trying to figure that out. Yeah. It's really weird. She has 1682, I think, If I when I looked last. Then that, gets you, and that should get you in. And that should get you in. That should get at you the, the eight top, seed. Yeah, at least the top ten. <laughs> With everybody gone to uh, Vienna early, right? Yeah. With no, yeah. no Phil, no Nick, no, no and Ross. On, and no, on the girls' side, you got all, no, nobody. Yeah. No Ross, no uh, you got Kelly Be and Betsy Sarah. and Emily as a one seed. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Sarah Sponsor, man. Who won that match in Portugal? The Russians? Yeah, Sarah lost in the final. Sarah and uh, yeah. Kelly. Had them big girls put the clamps on. Yeah, is that what happened? That was their first victory, I think. Yeah. Clack, clack, clack. Clack, yeah. Clack. Monster block. Yeah, you spend a lot. Of, you spend most of all your time in Florida. Uh, yeah, I do a lot of. Mm -hmm. I live in Florida. I spend most of my time there. I go to Brazil a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, and on the road, you know, sometimes with uh, travel business that I own. Yeah, man. Yeah, create, taking people on guided adventures and living the dream. Yeah, man, it is living a dream, man. It took me three years to understand what the hell that meant, but I'm on board.
<laughs> I'm good. I'm good now. I'm healed. You know, it's funny. I, I, I was watching a podcast yesterday, and I almost wore my Red Sox hat for you today. That would have been cool. <laughs> I almost wore my Red Sox hat I will only today. say this about the Red Sox, and I'm choosing my words carefully for you freaking charlatans at home. All right, guys, I'm back. The, yeah. the, just back. <laughs> <laughs> David, David, Lee is David Lee is 37. All right, I'm back. All right, go. David Lee is 37. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, you got to think about how much injury. Which one, though? There's lot. there's three of them. Yeah. There's three David Lees. <laughs> I only know about the one monster guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. blocking everything on the David Lee. Yeah. I mean, he's touching me. Mm. I've watched them play this whole year in the qualifiers, and and uh, yeah, you can't. Like, I've seen progression in five tournaments. It's like a Phil almost. You can't. I mean, he doesn't have everything that Phil has, but he like he he uh, can block the shot. He can block hits. Um, mm. He touches like, a touching, lot of balls. Touching everything. So, so yeah, yeah. That's you can dial the rest of that in. It's gonna be it's gonna be on Rosie to pick those touches up. You know. Yeah. Uh, um, Jeff Jeff Schitzel said, "What's up, Dougie?" Shitzel, what's yeah, up, man. Shitzel? How you doing, buddy? Good my, to hear from you. My Republican Space Ranger. I, we love that dude. Back in NYC. Yep. Yeah, I used to play uh, beach fours with him. The, you know, tournament at Lake George. Yes. Like first week of August, yeah. it was me, him. Played a few oh, tournaments with Flacco, him back in the day. Flacco. It was fun, man. You know, people in Buffalo a little bit unruly, man. Just <laughs> we just stared away from Boston. Isn't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> no, but all I wanted to say was the team they had in 2018. How you gonna mess with that? That was like the best. That team comes once every twenty years. That was like our that was like the '98 Yankees. Our 2004 team that won it for the first time. Yeah, I'm well, sorry, 2001 they won it for the first time. Won. No, 2004. Was it four? Yeah, they were down. Yankees had them three zero. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, Yankees yeah, had them three zero. Yeah, 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 you got to win four out of seven games. And we, we won three in a row. I mean, right? That didn't mean we were better. You have to win four out of seven times. Yeah. And they beat the Cardinals 4-0. Some, some, some a lot of people forget. Can I, can I Swept them eight games in a row. They can't hear you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What do you want to say? We can translate. Can we get you? Okay, so I'll just say this. The track that my officer that I was working with back in officer training school whatever. All right. He had a he had a CD he gave me as a going away gift that was like Robert De Niro oh, uh, doing okay. this jazz bit that they do when the Yankees lose to the Sox. Oh, I thought you I thought you were gonna say I still haven't found what I'm oh, looking for because <laughs> when the Yankees were up three zero, they were playing you two and I still haven't uh, yeah, found yeah. you know and the pitching staff was just like yeah. like like it was gonna happen all over again. So they won 2004, 2007, 2011. And um, but this, but with that being said, this team last year, the last good team you saw like that was the '98 Yankees. That team beat uh, the Yankees. They, First they, of all, they beat the Yankees. The Yankees won 100 games this year, so people forget yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yankees are good. And then they beat though. the Astros, who are the defending champions, and they beat the Dodgers. That 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 is a legit, a legit powerhouse. Poor, poor LA man. They've been the two World Series in a row, and weren't able to close the deal with the best, probably the best team both times. The good coaching, good team. I don't feel sorry for them. They're looking for sympathy, looking the addiction is between shit and syphilis. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I, I, I don't feel sorry for LA. You know what I mean? My uh, girl's going to be listen, LA fan. I'm a Red Sox fan, die hard. So yes. I, mean, I feel bad that, you know, but that's, that was my point. That's a team you got to respect. Yeah. That wasn't just a Red Sox team. That was, that's just a team. You whoever's standing on the tracks, you feel bad for them, but not really. If you're a fan of the Red Sox, no, you know. 
I'm I'm a Tom Brady fan. I'm not a Patriots fan, but I'm a little gay for Tom Brady. He, he, you know, really? Yeah, man. <laughs> he so, said real. That's surprising. Yeah. There's something to be said about a pretty I, I a pretty boy. I appreciate his yeah. great determination, his greatness, yeah. everything he's done for the sport, and yeah. who he is as a person. He's a humble athlete. He there ain't many of those left. So Jeff, you press uh, help me fix it, and it'll, it'll do that. No. Click on help me fix it, no. All right. and it'll, it'll it'll go back in. Um, yeah, there's some of to be said about a pretty boy that gets hit in the mouth and gets up and, 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 and like a, a man. Model. Yeah, and like I'm. Oh God, oh, let's not get she's started a on smoke our, show. Let's not get started. On she's Giselle. a smoke show. Who? Giselle. Giselle, the oh. wife, man. Yeah, I have a little bunch of good-looking kids. Carl, too. I see you on on social media. What's up, buddy? What's up, Carl? What's good, baby? Carl, Carl boy, back Anthony? in Austin, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the other, Carl, oh, Carl. Carl from Austin. Carl ATX. Yeah. ATX in the house. <laughs> um, you went to a Pottstown? I got my boy Chris Sanchez actually looking out, and then, okay. All right. Eric Baranek made the finals. Yes, he did. Bill and Kalinsky. I heard he, pay, he played amazing. He did. We, uh -huh. we did a highlight. He was on um the show with Troy Field two days ago, uh -huh. and they showed a highlight of him slipping in the grass. He fell, stuck his finger out to poke it, and poke set a ball back in system. It was crazy and bill cleaned up it was funny as hell yeah i uh i think i watched a little bit the podcast. yeah yeah i got a little emotional we're gonna we're gonna laugh a little bit more we did we got I, I brought up the eric zahn you know and I, that wasn't one of the things i meant to talk about but you know they were actually a little closer than most and you know it's every, funny every time we talk about him we get a little quiet and then you think and then you talk and then you say good things or just what i mean I just saying. to give you a little piece of him with our history in Florida. He came to Florida and played in the Rance Classic, which is one of the tournaments that we run every year in yeah, November. Was there. Yep. And uh, he ended up winning it with Brandon Lozano, who's a young young kid, really yep. good. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, his name's on the trophy. That's, and, uh, that's a boss, dude. And, uh, yeah, and then New York, we all, you know, took the boys' training yep. to New York City, to the park, Central Park, and, and Zahn and Avery were yep. there. Yeah. You know, that was Thursday, right before the tournament. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's crazy like how people fall into your life and situations happen. You know, you have these great memories. You know, when Zon no came doubt. and participated in our tournament, I mean, he was yeah. he was on. You know, he showed up in a robe with a gold chain and yeah, and know, his dick in his short hand, shorts. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he tries stay to stay hard. He, he says he, the hard. dude always. The cool thing is, if you know him. He doesn't, the things he says doesn't take you by surprise. Yeah. But like, if you just met him for the first time, it's like, oh shit, take the kids away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's like the quirkiest guy ever. Yep. But that's just his persona and his personality. Yep. You know, once you get to know it, it's a beautiful thing. Cool, man. We talked a little bit about Florida. Tell me about Florida lifestyle-wise. That's where you reside. Oh, yeah, man. Like, Jeff, about volleyball Jeff lived and... there for a little bit. Oh, he, he knows. We used to play disc golf. Oh, our old disc yeah. golf days. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, it's hot. That's it's what I'm going to tell you. Summers there are really hot. You know? super hot. Mm. Uh, and the sand is really soft. It's kind of like California. Yep. Everywhere you go to play on the East Coast, at least. It's, yeah. uh, it's like Hermosa. A little, bit, of a pack. It's it's a little a, bit packing. It's unbearably hot there. You just, it's hard to even train. and like. It is. Dude, you got to like not train at the beach you do all that to not train at the beach no one trains at the beach in florida yeah well on what in south in south, south florida south. yes yeah. Yeah. even even summertime it's hot in orlando you know like you're in the middle of the damn country or yeah state, uh state and but but like no water my understanding lifestyle you could like just drive up to the beach pull a car up there boom get out sand umbrella so right that yeah of... you don't gotta do all the like paying for parking and all that stuff for the most part i mean it's 
a little bit easier in that aspect. Over there, the communities are a little bit smaller on the beach, I would mm -hmm. say. Fort Lauderdale's huge, but like Deerfield Beach, where I've lived and Jeff lived, it's a small little community. Everybody knows one another. There's parking. You know little spots you can park for free. Yep. You know, there's the garage yep. for the tourists, but you know where you're parking because you ride your motorcycle, your scooter, your bike, you park at your friend's house and walk over, you know? It's definitely more of a community. Here, you don't go play volleyball pretty much unless you know a group that you're going to play with. <laughs> In Florida, you can just pull up and play and you pretty much see the same people every day. So it's a little bit more of a community, like you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. BVN is this volleyball or baseball? BVN is Deron Forbes. That's my yeah. boss. Uh, um, she's also with Endless Summer, and she's like, like she want to talk about some volleyball. We, that's that's our boss, right? <laughs> we both coach for her. More this, volleyball this her. as you you you've seen them. This this absolute group of teenage assassins. We got that's, four girls going to SC. We got two Long Beach State, one Arizona. Where it's just that's awesome. Killing it, dude. Awesome. Yeah. Oh my it's God. Beautiful to see the game growing, you know, and everybody coming, you know, together yeah. to, to kind of create this old mentality of yeah. volleyball that we used to have. It's kind of crazy that volleyball's changed over the years. Do yeah. we? Do we co-sign that making it an NCAA sports and NCAA sport had something to do with it? Of course. Or, of like course. Club size. Yeah, of course. Running. In the last even five years, six years. Yeah. I mean, James even Barker for uh, like guys like myself being able to coach more now that all these girls are trying to get scholarships to go play beach or just to get into school and play beach volleyball it's yep. huge for players because mm. now they get to stay around the game more and do a job that's not like you know going to an office job or whatever like you can go you can literally go make a little bit of money coaching yeah. and so it was huge for the game in that aspect not even like playing wise just like some people who need to stay around the game can yeah. go coach because yep. you got the kids now so. i would lie, I'm gonna interrupt you for a second. I would like for us, because I promise I'll just shut up more and let y'all talk. But I would like to see when you these clubs recruit these good players. I'd like to see some. I know club is club is about reps. I'd like to see some real coaching. You, right now, you got these. You, I'm about to talk about the wheel, and you can you can chime in anytime. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me. You can finish I'm it for just me. Just gonna listen. Um, I'll give you an example. Guy plays for a D1 college, right? Plays really well, right? He graduates. Hey, come come coach with us at MB server, this or that. He gets to coach this place where they recruit the best players. And then someday he wants to con he might consider coaching college. They look at his resume. Wow, you coach this club, and all of these players are are, are, are you know going to these elite schools. And I'm like, Did you, you you didn't look at a resume? <laughs> That's the wheel. That's officers to officers, enlisted men to enlisted men. Yes. So it's like they're grooming all of these people for these coaching positions because they have experience coaching in programs that are already existing. Not just existing, just the players are like some of these kids and some of these matches. My cat can coach them, you know. I don't even have a cat. What am I saying? Well, that's but, what I'm saying. There's so many kids now that everybody can jump be in, a coach. Jump in right you now. know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. You go down to the beach here sometimes in Hermosa, let's say. Mm -hmm. I did the other day. Um, and I go down there and everybody's a player and everybody's a coach now because the growth of the sport in the last five or six years through the NCAA, through the FIVB, through the AVP, mm -hmm. everybody's starting to get a little more involved in the game. It's, they're starting to see it on TV. Ten years ago, we didn't have that. We didn't have NBC. No. You know, there was like a little six to eight-year span where volleyball really was nothing. It was, yeah. It was, you well, know, maybe more, maybe I ten mean, years. The biggest franchise is bankrupt twice, right? So, And they back with a vengeance. I really love and what's going the, on with Amazon Prime uh, and those I mean, Amazon live Prime streaming courts. Wow. Uh, yeah. 
All I need is a commentator for court one or two. I'm there. <laughs> Yo, come on. Tell me we can't do that on our spare time. <laughs> what? Yeah. Vodka and milk, my dude. <laughs> it's funny because you hear a lot of people say a lot of things about the AVP and how like, it should be this. And especially it's like the old old heads that are like, well, they should have never went to uh, from side out. And they should have never made the court smaller. And it's like, okay, but how about all the things that are gradually just getting better and better and better absolutely and what donald said you got to give the guys credit whether you it like everything time, yeah whether you like time. everything that he's done or not you have to give him some credit and we're yeah. actually getting hotels and um getting a per diem and all this all this stuff that's gotten Stop, um, better and better they went from flight stipend to uh two yeah. tournaments to yeah. he's making an effort yeah. yeah and who okay tell me who else is going to give their money away to do this you don't have the right to tell him anything. If he wants to run volleyball circus, mm -hmm. you're like, okay, cool, I'll be there. Yeah. I will. I mean. Yeah, well, I, I think this is a good opportunity to give him props. I, I, I've been on the show with other people, and three years ago, I had a problem with certain the way certain things were. I actually told him, yo, my girlfriend likes going to the games because they're not there's proud. Nothing, this is like 2016. There's nothing wrong but with now, instruction. Or but I, and that's, no and that's the point I was trying to make. Yeah. We can't. Um, if he, if they're doing something right, you gotta pray. You gotta get yeah. that credit, and this is where we gotta get this man. And, and the proof was in the pudding. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it from like a fearful place where like it's like, well, if I don't say the right thing, I'm you know I'm not gonna. Be no, I'm, it's I'm, gotta I'm, come from an honest place. Great, it's coming cool. from your yeah. heart, right? It's grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think everyone should be. I mean, no, no doubt. I, I I love what he's doing. I love Me too. I love what he's done the last few years, Me too. and the atmosphere he's creating at events. You know, New York was in New York. Oh, New like, York. was in New York like a party? First of all, it was a hero's welcome to me. I just, I, you know, I'm born there. So, yeah. um, and then I came back for the first time. I came back and it was business. It wasn't personal. What about that site? Oh, that's great. That place was beautiful. It was great, you know? and the way it filled up, and it was just perfect. And New York is the one place. If you have people that friends that play overseas, you have friends that are in Brazil, you have friends on the West Coast. It is the one place you're gonna get all these people together. Like. That doesn't happen at Huntington Beach with respect. Hermosa Beach, you're gonna have a huge so you know, SoCal like uh yeah. whatever, and maybe some people from Hawaii and this and that. I mean, but really New York is just here. People yeah. aren't really like I don't think they're trying. I mean, yeah. that's the difference between the uh remote tournaments rather than the SoCal tournaments. Because yep. like Chicago, you get everyone from the middle. That's the other one, right? Indiana, that's that, Ohio, um, yep, that's the other Thompson, one. Michigan, you get everybody. But like, well, then people look, are yeah. like, I'm not going to Huntington to watch volleyball, and they live in the South Bay. And I'm like, what are we even talking about? Yeah, it's like 45 minutes away. And that was some of the problems I have with people criticizing people watching 40, which we could talk about on another podcast, podcast another time. You got you got this company that's like one years old, right? And the people that criticize Huntington Beach, I'm like, well, did you go? And they're like, well, no, I just heard about it. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> you know, come on. Did they? It's to quote the great Barack Obama. Have we made mistakes? Of course. Of course we have. That's what happens when you try things. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you try things, you're well, going to fail, you know? I know you might want to talk about it on another podcast, but something huge just happened with, I sent it to you. Yes. Well, you know I can't read, right? Tell, just tell tell everybody what it is. Is it because you're old and your eyesight's going or you just can't read? I'm um, both. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jason told me his age today. Listen, he put it on my phone. Look, look at these fingers. First of all, I can't even type on my phone. Look at these, funny camera. Look at these hands. These are blockers' hands. Okay, you, you, you I have a have I have a 6'8 wingspan and, 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 and mushy hands. So you send me. No, so you, yeah, so you, so you send me right. So you send me something on my phone and this tiny thing that says tap. 
tap to preview and I tap it <laughs> and the size of the box is the same size I'm tapping. I'm like, what? But you know you can just, you can make Didn't it bigger. Right? I'm old, man. I didn't know that either. Yeah, all right. You're right. So, okay, what's the news? Yes. They just got like a huge, uh, like, uh, backer, backer like, mm -hmm. for... I mean, not not only just financially, like this lady, investor, like, silent investor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lady with a lot of capital, and the, the most important thing, she has a lot of business knowledge. And yeah, I mean, you you have to go read the article about it. I don't know, like everything yep. that just came out, but um, it seems you know pretty promising. And what did like, you see it on Facebook? Uh, it popped up on my newsfeed. It popped on, on ESPN actually. Oh, really? On their yeah. on their website, yeah. Yeah, like and they're reporting like and, and you know that so maybe and you know that new streaming service. Like I was, we watch a lot of UFC or whatever, and the streaming service is so freaking versatile, man. What if they do that for volleyball? The same way Amazon Prime is doing it for AVP. Yeah, that would be amazing. International players. And imagine, too, imagine yeah. the growth our sport, sport would have in ten years. The lady is like, especially the particularly in the women. She's the largest venture capitalist, female venture capitalist, like $540 million woman. Mm. So oh, my one. goodness. They found a good one. Yeah, man. But like I said, I think it's the, the, her experiences and her knowledge are like what you're looking Obviously, you need someone with cash, but the experiences and the knowledge that she has. Dougie, they all just U.S. domestic pro beach from what I've. I've read it's been profitable since 1998. <laughs> Jim McNamee. Damn, McNamee. Way to take it back. Oh, that probably was the last year. I was thinking yeah. maybe 78, uh, yeah, yeah. 98. But you look at the BVBs, and anyone that had like a six figure salary, and those were the boom periods. Listen, back in the day when you were in the top 50, you were making a living. In yes. Yeah. You were making a living in volleyball. Yeah, because the purse wasn't uh, like 500 grand wasn't the purse. That was first prize. You know, yeah. hundred hundred thousand dollars. Players were making three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars a year. Purified water boys, courtesy of Chris Sanchez. Thank Yo, California is about this hard water, so you know what? I, I did some about that, Doug. That's right. Used to put yeah. Yes, I changed the, my filtration system. The whole house is um See soft that? water, and the kitchen sink is purified water. You, so. you have like a silo in yeah. your garage. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You do. You do. I got a two-year-old, man. If no, I got, if I got to sit there and chip green shit off of my faucet, do you want your two-year-old drinking that? No, man? absolutely. Yeah. Not. Come on. That's so. just. Um, How's it working in Florida? It's not bad. We've had a lot of yeah. lot of damage to the pipes there, uh, the sewers, uh, yep. the last few months, actually. Fort Lauderdale had a sinkhole, yeah. and the water's contaminated. No, last week in Fort Lauderdale. The whole city of Fort Lauderdale. Are we really drink talking about water. water right now, guys? Nope. Yeah. Like, oh, I got from Flint, gonna, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to ask my dude how the water uh -huh. is in Look at Chris. Florida. He's like, I brought this special just for you, yeah. <laughs> just for you. Is that unleaded or is that diesel? Fresh water. The New Yorker brings us purified water. Chris Sanchez, you rock. I'm, 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 I'm gonna keep tagging you every time. Yo, Phil, Phil the Jew, what's up, buddy? Phil, the oh, Jew. There he is. Hi, Jeff. Jew? Phil the Jew. Yeah, what's up, Phil? Filthy Phil. Jeff and Doug. Well, damn. That's, since that's all you see here, can't say hi to me, right? Them two, we are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm playing. Good, big up, though, man. I love I you. I want to throw a volleyball tournament in the city of Plants, right after Chicago, and I'm like trying to desperately make this happen. Yep. I want like so I'm more like time. an expedition. I just I just started working on it like this week, so okay. Um, but if anybody out there that mm. wants to do a charity volleyball event, let me know. In, right. in Michigan. In Michigan. Yeah. 
So it is we're three. Gonna, we're going to import the water, but other than that, we'll be good. I think we have bottled water at the stores. Okay. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I want to make you drink the faucet. Water. Do you remember that commercial, that Miller commercial where they bottled water? They're like, um, they bottle water and they put it in the Miller, the middle, Miller bo- uh, bottles as a rescue mission or whatever. And they said they took the Miller bottles and put water in it. And the guy's like, well, honestly, I could have just, I could have used the beer. <laughs> <laughs> could have just brought the beer. <laughs> My house is floating in the fucking water. I could have, but that's a whole different story. Um, well, three very fun. important things I want to cover because um, time flies and we're having fun. And I, I want to make sure we get um, – yeah. and we're going we're gonna to be all over the place talking fun stuff. But three important things. One, I want to go go over the difference between coach and pros, those, the strong personalities in coaching like club and this and that because you've done all of that. Jeff um, – We've Jeff, been um, talking about this for a little please. bit. Please, yeah. The difference between how you coach a professional team. And how you coach per se, let's just say uh, 16s or 18s. Well, yeah, you, two, you first. Two completely different beasts. Yeah. You know? yeah. And yeah. first of all, when you're coaching a professional, their attitude is a little different. Yep. They're eager to learn. You know, they're willing. They're open. Yep. Um, it's it's like when I work with Ricardo and Rosie, those guys are Olympians. So I don't have to tell them anything. No. Right? Yeah. You know, you most, have more so most, of, most of my thing is in-game. Uh-huh. things in game technicalities that we see what you can change what's working what's not working what mm. they're doing those are the things that i use and i keep when i'm coaching those guys yep. when you're coaching kids the biggest difference is you've got to work with their attitude you know exactly. it's, it's, it's it's more it's more uh-huh. um it's more about the why it's more emotional you yeah. know it's more emotional when you're dealing with kids it's, yeah. and there's a lot more feelings involved when you're dealing yeah. with professionals they want to be there it's yeah. a big difference. Yep. They want to be there, so they're going to work hard to make it work. Yep. Those kids are getting their parents paying for them to be there. Where it's fun because their friends are in the club yeah. and they want to play volleyball because they're there. You know. Yeah. But when it's coaching pros, man, it's it's really. I mean, now you're talking about uh, pros to qualifier teams. That, there's a little difference. There's levels there. to that too. Yeah. yeah there's oh, levels to that. And as the well. FIVB and the world teams that right they don't sit in the box. All of their preparation has to be. Everything um, is computer yeah. after, before the games, yeah, you know. I'm all about the looking analytics. at film. Yeah. Thank you, John Mayer, wherever you are out there, man. You know, because I, I was more of an, I I was his, more of an indoor analytics person, and he just. I checked out the thing that he, uh, the forms he made yeah. that you told me about. Yeah. He showed them to me. Pull charts and stuff cool. like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Jeff, um, jump in on this whole coaching thing, because we, we had, you, we talked about it um, off camera. Um, right. If you were finished, assuming you were finished, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I just think that when you're coaching a professional team, there's like he said, there's more so like perspective things that you see from the outside looking in where the pros already know um, you say, hey, you're not, you know, getting over fast enough when you're blocked. And they've already trained that aspect before and they, yeah. they can turn that on or turn that up or whatever they need to do. A, a high school team or someone trying to get in, like you almost have to like really break things down a little bit more you don't you don't necessarily just have a certain cue that you say well well like they're beating us on this so all you have to do is say that to a pro team and they'll go oh well i need to do a b and c to, right to negate that no doubt. the high school team or the you know going in the college team you got to be like okay they're doing this so you have to do a b or c in these situations oh, great yeah and that you know like that's the funny thing like you're saying the professional athlete can adjust yeah. and adapt mm-hmm. to those things yeah. when you're coaching kids they can lose a set and now their emotions and their feelings are down because they lost and now you're trying to coach them and they're like why is he getting on top of me like it's my fault you know the emotions and the feelings start getting involved yeah yep. when you're dealing with an athlete who wants to be there a professional yeah. 
It's a lot easier. Yeah. It's more it's professional, less, less personal. Absolutely. Less personal, less emotion. I think the thing that's helped me, because I coach NCAA for 13 years, and um, I've actually played professionally, so I've been experimenting, because we can we can look at scientific studies that prove this and prove that, but honestly, the, the studies, the real scientific studies are us. Multiple years of coaching and this and that, so with that, I had to say that first before I say what I want to say next. Um, the way I used to coach pros is... I would tell them kind of like what the other team's doing. I'll be like, for example, if I'm playing, um, I don't know, who's a good wrist away hitter on the right side? Kevin, let's just use Kevin McCullough. Yeah. I'm like, you got Kevin looking this way, likes to do this. And that's all I need to say to a pro because the professional already knows how, unless he asks me, so so how do you want to go? How do we want to go about this? Then I'll tell him. But most of the time I tell him this, that's the language, that's that. And they're like, okay, I could do this or I could do that. So now you have this dialogue that's worth the fucking, uh, the what one minute timeout, you know? Absolutely. Um, and Jeff, when I was working with Jeff, I, I was only charting. I wasn't coaching per se, but I didn't. I mean, sometimes when he, the best thing to say is absolutely nothing. Sometimes you just need a timeout to break the momentum. Well, I think like <clears throat> when it comes to a pro too, like especially the higher you go, they already really know how to adapt. And so you don't really want to even break that creativity that they have because that's why they're good, right? You just yeah. want to tell them what's happening and then what, what the other team's strategy yeah, is, yeah, yeah. you know, what yeah. the other team's yeah. strategy is, what they're focusing on, and yeah. what you can do to change that. Yep. And then they'll you fix know? it. I mean, And it's a game of battles, yeah. you know, from each side. He's going to be a good coach someday. Yeah, you, you already have the voice where you bring everything eye level where people, where you're just eye to eye and talking to someone like a man and a player. Me, I still got this problem. I'm up here like an asshole, you know, and, and, and I try, I really try not to be. It's just theater performance. I'm always standing tall. I'm always head held high yeah, because yeah. I thought, because in my, in my experience, training for both, that's where the, the most, the, yeah, the, it commands the most attention. Yeah, yeah. So that was, that was really cool. Get that. I wanted to get that from you. You're right. Cause they want to, but common denominator, you're right. You guys are, they want to make money. They want to win. They want. They've been playing the sport all their life, from club to whatever, what have you, to yeah. to this point. And so whatever you say to them, you're not going yeah. to offend them. So you can, you yeah. know, you can actually speak to them. I always had this thing with like different players, where like there's a huge difference between talking in a professional manner and being an asshole. Like it's kind of like in the middle. It's like not quite being an asshole, but it's just like I really don't. So I'm not going to try to offend you, but I'm not going to like. You know, not gonna really sugarcoat it, but I'm not gonna like no. But you you hear like the voice though, like especially especially women. He's right here. Like he's with us. He's with us at endless summer. Every single person that he's coached loved him. Even the ones who were pain in the ass. Even the ones you're like, ah, the ones that kind of hated me, they still loved me. Well, if I was like hard on them, yeah. No, I mean like if I was like hard on them, or like. You know, like they still were like, okay, this guy's definitely looking out for my best interest. Yes, I, at least I got that. And, that, and that's the, that's what you want to project. Dougie, yeah. these club girls are smart. Like, if you don't have a lesson plan or whatever, if you're sitting there figuring out stuff as they go, they're too smart. They've been doing this too long. You yeah, know, but that's over and here. Yes, you know, that's over here. Yeah, so he he comes yeah. out, he gets them from the get go, and that's cool. And the, the most toughest challenge are the girls who are already committed. Because sometimes you get so good so fast, you kind of think yeah. you get it, you got it all figured out. Yeah, but you gotta have six committed girls too. You know, it's not just one or two making yeah. a team. Yep, it's, yeah, it's it's it's. What we got? We got eight a, eight knuckleheads, right? More than a team effort, you know. Like you need six, eight girls that are committed to that. If you have one, 
then that one can ruin it for everybody else. Agreed. And I always you know, try to tell them. We can name names too. Like, I, well, I people people that like them, infiltrate look, practice. Look, you, know? you can be the badass of a group and I'm committed to go to this school, but guess what? You're training with these girls. Yeah. And the worst person is dragging your training down. So the better you can make the worst person, Absolutely. the better you're going to get. And that's like like a real true ad, like a real champion winner yeah. understands that. They, yep. they understand that they want to be the worst person on the court so that yep. they can learn as much as possible. Yep. That, it doesn't pay you anything to be the best no. or to be the big dog no, on the court. Not that's fine. Yep. Not at all. So, Doug, so I'm, I'm going to blow up my own club for a minute, right? Player kind of has an attitude. Didn't Looks like they didn't want to be there. Had to leave an hour early. Not naming names, but it's going to be fun. As soon as she left, she was the best player on the court. As soon as she left, practice picked up. <laughs> so I'm busting out. I'm busting out endless summer, one of my girls right now, because she knows who she is. Uh, you know? Also, your business, because you're, 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 uh, you're doing, um, you're going to be working um, with uh, different athletes from different sports. You were, you were conversating with me a little bit about that. Yeah, right? yeah. So, I mean, I, um, I got a partner who I opened a management firm with. Uh, uh -huh. What we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna try to try to bring volleyball back to what it used to be in the '90s. So okay, we're attracting a lot of sponsors in um, to try to help support the athletes and hopefully come on board with AVP. Mm. Right now, we're in the process of negotiating a few contracts, so we got a couple things lined up. Um, but yeah, then we got we're gonna chase the athletes down so we can sponsor some athletes. Of course, Ricardo being one of my guys who I work with. Um, Nishimura, sorry, go ahead. Nishimura, yeah. Brandon, yeah, my yeah. bad. Um, so. Yeah, it, it's it's still in the works. We we launched the business. We've got the name, um, Rockstar Promotions and Management. Um, you can check us out next week on the website. It'll be up. Everything will be running. Um, I actually came to Hermosa to talk to a few people about you know the opportunity and nice. We're gonna try to grow the game and uh, try to bring money right. back to it. You know, so hell yeah. So these guys like, for these elite athletes like, who are putting in the money in the time. Yeah, you man. Know? It's so um, we don't have the Anheuser Bushes like we used to have and. You know, the double eagle distributors, the big brands, the big beer companies on, on tour in the ground. Used to. You know, half million, about dollar, that, million dollar contracts. And, you shit. know, it was a good time. It used to be a party. Somebody help me with this shit again. <laughs> it's paused. Oh, it might happening. have ended. I might have to start it again because I think there's a time. Instagram has a limit. Yeah, Got it. They, have a limit. they have a limit. Yeah. Troy and Phil just joined too, and we cut, <laughs> cut them off. <laughs> the number one seed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it great? That's man. awesome. And I'll tell you what, those guys are probably my most yeah. improved team this year. Oh, um, Field and, field and, and, and the, the Hitman for Hire. That's our nickname. What'd you call it? The Hitman for Hire. That's what I call Tim Bongren. Taylor Crab needed the partner last year for Austin. No problem. Yeah. You're in the finals. Came Shark needed the partner for Chicago. No problem. Yeah. Where's the money? <laughs> You're hired. You're well, in the finals. You know? Yes. Tim Bongren played with Troy Field, semi semis, and uh, on finals. Yeah. You so, beat us twice. I yeah. have here uh, the entry list with points. We were going to get. Yeah. Let's, hey, wait, let's, wait, wait. Go back up to the top. Actually. You have the brackets too. We're gonna to do a pool on the, the on the eight winners, but we're gonna do that. Go we're looking at how Syracuse has. Yeah, that's what uh, I was. I was wondering. Her partner has no points. Nineteen hundred. Now look at the, look at the so Jessica and Tori the, have fifteen hundred, fourteen fifty six, and she has more than the fourteenth seed, the thirteenth seed, the twelfth seed. Oh my goodness. The eleventh seed. Do you think it's because she she, she than, registered last she, minute? No, no, it's because it's her partner has. Her. It might be because her partner has zero. That's what I'm thinking. 
I, I have. I, no I don't. I've never. I've never actually seen anybody up that high of zero points. So I. I How about last year? How about Jeremy K. Spear playing with Eric Fanumoana? Eric yeah, Fanumoana had zero points. They got a wild card. They got a wild card. Oh. Yeah, they got a wild card. Okay, that explains. That was the, I was oh. like, okay, why, well, I guess it depends on how late it all happened, but why wouldn't? No, because they wouldn't Someone put in a qualifier because be happy. signed up late. No, yeah. but I'm saying, um, unless, like, how late was the exit? Because, like, you can withdraw even though it's closed. You can't sign up late, but your partner can, your partner can say, oh, I can't play. I hurt myself, but I can't play. And then they will, um, they'll let you pick someone else. Right. Right? So but you think normally, she just put that name but, in there? But, but, normally, but normally they they put you in, uh, they'll put the exchange, they'll just switch it. So you get, like, say, for instance, you took my place, you get my points. Force majeure. Who did it? Who really? Did it? Who did it? Uh, Jorge Martinez did it two years ago. <laughs> he did. And in Hermosa Beach. With and he got in the main It was Ian Satterfield. Eric. Back then, yes. Right. And mm -hmm. Jorge played with Saturday, who had lost in a qualifier. Actually. Yeah. 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 And so no, I'm, I don't know what this is. We'll have to, <sighs> I, I didn't know that. Two years ago. Yeah. And who else used to? Kit, your boy Kevin did it a couple times or something. Like that. And people <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's hey, my boy. Yeah. I mean, he's my boy. I, I love the guy. But <laughs> I, I'm pretty I'm sure that out. happened. Someone call him out. Well, someone else was complaining about it. So I don't know. No, that's not. It's a, it's, I, I want to know what's going on with that. I want to find out. The, yeah, we're uh, definitely going back to that because we're going to pick our eight winners, our eight qualifiers. We're doing like a little pool here. Oh, yeah? We're going to pick uh, – at the end, we're going to pick uh, okay. the, the eight people that are going to that are gonna make it for the men. Carly Wopat and yeah. Tracy Callahan. Oh, no. Isn't that crazy? That's, they split up too, huh? Yeah. Callahan played with Salgado uh, yeah. earlier on. Yeah, but yeah. Salgado's not playing with Brittany. I remember Cassie had to play them in New York. Yeah. They actually won that 2-0 and then lost the next one. I'm like, left me scratching my head. But I'm like, okay, whatever. So um, <laughs> we were getting somewhere with the entertainment thing because I wanted to talk because all of us are MMA fans. Oh, um, Jesus. So what, John Jones? John Jones. OJ? OJ? The Donald, OJ just the got old caught Donald Trump town. The old Trump tap. We're gonna call it the Trump tap. And she'll let you do it. She'll let you do it. Except this one didn't. She's like, no, she did. And then she did not hear any of this. What they're talking about. Don't touch the ladies. She did. Listen, kids listening to this, this is when y'all turn the channel. Oh, basically, for those of you that don't know, mixed martial arts star, uh, one of the guys who's touted to be the best, the greatest mixed martial artist of all time, uh, John Jones. I mean, the only, his only loss was a disqualification, yeah, which, by the way, was his, his most dominant performance against a, um, an elite wrestler, Matt Hamill. Um, right, Matt Hamill. That's his name. Deaf, he was deaf guy, the deaf guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, d yeah, D three, but um, like elite world class. Yeah, the guy to beat John Jones. Yeah, man, got his got his <laughs> head beat in. It was a forfeit. Yeah, you got Steve Monagasi, Ma Ma Mazagati asking if he's out. I'm like, uh, he's deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Are you all right? Can you hear me? Uh, Can you give me a thumbs up? <laughs> That's so wrong. But guys. isn't it scary? Like you, you get hit. So no, you get hit in one eye, right? And then you got blood coming in the other eye, and someone's trying to talk to you. So now you can't see, and now you can't hear. That's a scary, so... scary fucking moment. So John Jones. All right, we're getting back to this. This guy, you know, he loves Jesus so much. He goes to church in the morning. He was so inspired by church that inspired him to go to the strip club. <laughs> uh, same night, Sunday night. 
you know, right? In, in Vegas, right? Yeah. In, Sunday um, night in Vegas. Just another Sunday night in Vegas. Gets a lap dance, violates the don't touch the ladies rule by giving giving the girl a double tap entry. You're supposed to sit with your hands on under your lap, right? Is that how it works? You're supposed to sit on your hands. I've never been to yes. one of those. So he was a dancer, so he, he's got like, yeah, he's got a don't touch the men policy when he dances <laughs> for the ladies. He's, he's, is that how is Chris that is, so? Chris is wild like that, yeah. <laughs> Not tell him your last name, Chris. I ain't trying to mess with your life out here, okay? Here, um, just call him Chris. Say it into the mic. Chris the Dancing Bear. So John Jones. He just pulled the article up. So so what is the article? Was he charged? Did a girl file file charges? Did they make an arrest? Uh it just it just she she charged Yeah. Yeah, he's charged with Battery, assault battery. Go back to the top. Yeah, battery charge. Battery charge. Yeah. Yeah. He batted the. Okay. He, he didn't assault he her. He pulled her on his lap and I, I kissed th- her on the neck. It says, and then did the, 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 all I can. Say I, I heard the she was slap. put in a chokehold. No. Read the article. She also told police that he put her in a chokehold and lifted her off the ground, and that he kept touching her despite her request Holy that he stop doing so. Sugar. I was telling you guys this earlier. And the whole, yeah, and you know what he does? He goes on an internet. He goes on Twitter. It's like, don't believe everything you hear. And what did that say before? I'm like, that's like OJ getting caught with another dead white girl. Oh, I, I know what you're thinking. Yeah. You're thinking I did it, right? But I got, I got, you. I got these gloves, yeah. man. I got Chris these gloves. Said when, that's what Chris Rock said when Michael Jackson got caught with another kid. Where, yeah. at, uh, Remember, like 2004, he's like, he's like, Michael got caught with another kid. Another kid. He's like, a, it was at his house, Adventureland yeah. or whatever. It was yeah. Called. Yep. Oh, uh, Wonderland. But was Michael. Wonderland? So Michael and Jones, John Jones are different because Michael, we love Michael so much. Like Chris Rock said, we let the first kid slide. <laughs> <laughs> you said know. he was going a little yeah. house, Mr. Jackson. But, yeah, but tell me, you think it was Groundhog Day when you saw that stuff, man? I mean, first of all, do you remember the last time he hit a pregnant woman, right? And you know, no, he had a pregnant um two years ago. Yeah. He um two years ago. He, oh, that's um, right. That's right. He got he got his titles stripped. He hit a pregnant woman. And he got started. left the scene of the accident. Came back to allegedly get cash that he left in the car. He left some cash in the car and had to go back. Now some here's my cash. question. He's 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 a millionaire. And he goes back to get cash. How much money are we talking about? A suitcase full. A suitcase full. So easily 50k, I would say. Yeah. With him. His brother is the nicest guy in the world. Plays with the New England Patriots. Yeah, um, Chandler Jones used Chandler. to play for the Patriots. And these are the and then, Cardinals um, now. And before that, the Ravens. He had two brothers. One played for the Patriots, one played for the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, older brothers. Older brothers. Elite athletes. And yeah. he was a great football player, too. He just wanted to fight. Yeah, man. Juco on junior college, right? In Rochester, you just start. Yeah. But John Jones, he's one of those guys where, like, if you hit a girl, get a driver. If you go to the strip joint, uh, um, um, I don't even don't, know. What you, I don't even, What solution do you have for that? Sit on your hands. Yes. <laughs> sit, on, <laughs> sit, on your hands. <laughs> sit on your hands. You have to. Mm. I, was, I mean, I've never been there. But. The funny thing is about the whole John Jones thing that he didn't show up for his bench warrant. I think that's what the story was saying. And, yeah. uh, no, he. I thought he paid it. He, no, he, he, he didn't show up. And then they put a warrant out for him. And then he came in. Then they paid for it. And went through the process and paid for it. Yeah. 
So, so he be, just doesn't. So give between a fight. him starting a fight at the and and at the MGM with Daniel Cormier, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. In addition to him um, taking a dick pill at a gas station that made him pop up pop for that for a <laughs> test, right? Um, three days before he's supposed to fight Daniel Cormier. Yeah. By the way, Anderson Silva so, came in uh, last minute, which was awesome. One of my favorite. How cool is that? That that this guy, everybody's like, oh, Anderson Silva lost this match, lost that match. I'm like, dude, he came in and fought at 205 when he's a 185 with three days notice against Daniel Cormier, who we all agree is a savage. Yes, a beast, assassin. So who's the savage? The savage is freaking Anderson Silva. <laughs> if you have to, my, he's one of my favorite. Yeah, fighters. he's my favorite yeah. fighter. Yeah, Speaking of fighting, yeah. did you see that uh, Askew? Who just got his ass whooped? Askew. Yeah, Askew. He's about. He just about every decided, time he's I, about to set a, a deal with to fight uh, Damian Maya. Yes, but every time I think I ask um, uh, Jorge Masvidal, I think of you. Yeah, I don't know why. I just think of you. That like, what would he do if he's an MMA guy? Sorry. Askew is dope. Uh, but, yeah, bowed right. Yeah, knows, dude. Masvidal, that guy is Mas- yeah, Jorge. insane. Insane. First of all, Astro should have saw it coming because his last match, and he fought um Till Darren Till in England, and the first thing he did, he came yeah. out running with a, a running kicked, high knee yeah, yeah. and kicked him in the nuts. Oh yeah. And then they had to stop the match for a whole minute because he got uh, Till got a full on knee in the nuts because uh, Askren tried the same move. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, later on gave um Leon Edwards an interview. I don't know if you saw later. After, I see oh my God! Stay, oh, after the match, he's getting the interview. You, he's getting you. the interview, and then Leon Edwards walks by, mean mugs him, and you know, saying, "He does it a second time. You should fight me. What's up? You should fight me." And Jorge, he's being interviewed. He's like, "I'm sorry. What'd you say?" He goes, "Like, what'd you say?" Right? And then he walks by a third time, and then Jorge leaves the mic, leaves the interview, and the camera follows him. He has both hands behind his back, right? Like, what'd you say? And then the distance, pop, pop, pop. Gave him like uh, uh, like a uh, really gave him he called well he called it later a three piece in the soda. <laughs> I heard that. he called it a three, piece in, the three soda. piece in the soda. But like a left, right, and then a left again. It's like pop, 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 and then Leon Edwards is bleeding. So Leon Edwards, who just won last Saturday, he beat um um RDA yeah Rafael dos yeah, Angeles yeah, yeah, yeah um said I won seven in a row I, t- I should get a title shot over Jorge Masvidal but I'm like dude. <laughs> Jorge won twice that night. He knocked out Till in the cage, and he gave, and, then, and you got you got that Kentucky Fried uh, um, three piece in a soda. No, you from the ghetto. He said that, boy. Yeah, give him a side or a biscuit yeah. or no something. He didn't no need biscuit. no sides. <laughs> he didn't need no sides. <laughs> <laughs> he was good. He was good without sides. That's great. It's right here. Oh yes, let's see. <laughs> So, oh my so, God! There's no sound, so for the people watching. Needs to do the sound. Yeah, go on camera for a second. I want to see it. Oh man, me right now. We're not doing the sound because if you do the sound, they'll take this down yeah. from YouTube. So we, yeah. the picture is okay. He's like, yo, what? He's oh, looking at is him, that right? That dude? Is that yeah. what you said? And he just shrugged, like left it. What? He let it go. Oh. Saw the first time, he just shrugged. He let oh, it go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Come over and say it to my face, then. All right. Oh, you? Oh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> You should see, yo, you should see Dougie's face right now. Cameraman, we're, yo, look at Dougie right now. Like, yo, yo, that's a three-piece in the soda. But you saw in the beginning of the interview, he, he saw him being heckled and ignored him. And the yeah, second he time, he just, like, shrugged. He was being respectful. Yeah. Thanks. But, you know, when you're bred to fight and you love to fight, I mean. Yeah. And there's some people that don't play that. Yes, like, right. 
How about remember Conor McGregor last year? He likes to talk stuff because one, it promotes the fight. Two, he backs it up. And three, he he's is, trying to get you to miss. He's trying to get you angry enough to do something to miss. Yeah. But every now and then, he's you run into that color. one person that doesn't play that. Dude, we could talk about that right now because Khabib, that's, man. Well, no, I mean, Nate, well, first there's Nate Diaz. Yeah, you can't get in his head because he Diaz brothers, they don't have a head. Yeah. But like, nothing. Even in volleyball, you get like a lot of guys out here that just want to run their mouths. They want to say things. They'll even say a little something when you're around. But like, yeah. They're not really quite like. And they're not about that life. Not really. But it's like yeah. they, they are used to nothing happening. So like. They, that's they, a SoCal they, thing. That's, yeah. And that's why Florida, man, like, shit talkers like, are everywhere. I, I, I grew up shit talking. I know. Me. It's a mental thing. When you walk on a court and you mentally walk on a court and know that you're beating the other team. Yeah. By being able to get in their head. You're already yeah. in an advantage, right? So when you walk on the court, I'm going to beat this thing because the mental yeah. advantage is there already. And you're just going to put it down their throat. So that's part of the mentality of talking the shit. You know? Yeah. It's not really to instigate a fight. No. Or to, you know, talk about your mom or personal. If you say it, you mean it. Because <laughs> you know somebody. We all, and that's what I'm saying. Would like, if you don't. Like, that's Look, just like. But well, I think we're just trying to say, like, I'm, I grew up on Flatbush, Brooklyn, New York. I'm not about that life, but where I grew up, I know who is and who isn't. So when someone says it, I'm 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 a better better person because I'm like I'm all right. He's not about that life. He's just yeah. he's just, he just playing. Because I used to be I used to be one of those people where I'm like, gotta say, you know, off the court, I'm like, yo, say that again. And everybody's like, oh, Jay Chill, Jay Chill, and I'm like, I didn't get it. I get it now. Like people, like you said, Florida, we got friends and this and that. I still don't and, get it. If you come yeah. to me with nonsense, <laughs> I don't know how. I just it's yeah. I don't know. Well, for you, maybe there's a pecking order. Right, like you know someone, I and he's like, and he's like, like let's some, a different word. Yeah, my nigga sense is just yeah. Like <laughs> no, but let, <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. have flares, you know, that are gonna talk shit to you. But no Jeff, let's no, no, but it's a difference. It's a difference in talking shit. Yeah. Let me just give you an example. Okay, ahead, I was playing. Uh, see, you might even stop by, but I was playing CBBA, and this dude just kept saying, "I'm not gonna name any names," and he's like, "Oh yeah, there's no block up, no block." Just still, just running his mouth the entire time, the entire time. Yeah. And finally, I said, "Dude." For a guy who's talking so much crap, you ask me to play with you all the time, and I turn you down. I tell you I'm busy, but I'm not doing anything. And yeah. then after I said that, it was like, oh, he took it too. Yeah. You took it too far. You're just being mean. I'm like, dude, don't don't talk to me. Him if being you don't mean? want it. If you don't want you to hear don't the truth, want it, dude. Don't talk. Don't talk trash to me. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I would have never said anything. anybody. Hunting, hunting ticket could be the worst. If you that. can tell me that I went out of my way to talk trash mm. to you. Without you saying anything to me first, I will let you punch him in the face right now. All right, let's just put it this way. There's some people, if they know you, there's a pecking order. Like, if, if I'm playing against you and you hit a ball out cross court, and if I get if, if I get like a block on you on a line, I'm going to be like, yo, first you go cross, then you go line. You're going to come up with something new. And you'd be like, okay, Jason, I got something for you. I'll take it for a little bit, but yeah. I just can't, I can't take it yeah. too long. No, but someone that rides it but, the whole yeah, time. I get it. I yeah. get it. But yeah. That's that's where you're at. You need to take over the game and not let it bother you. Well, I, you know? well, the thing was is mm. it was in the position that the guy was in. They were they won the first set. And that's so, why. And they were winning the but first that's set. That's why it's but look, a mental look, thing. Look, they put no, pressure no, no, no. on it. No, we just weren't playing good. <laughs> they didn't start talking shit until after they were already winning. And, and that then, probably motivated you. Oh yeah. So and then they exactly. Lost, and I was yeah. like, dude, you should have just let me sleep instead of. It's the worst thing you can let us sleep in. So you gotta know what you're doing, man. Worst thing you can possibly do. You see the point he was trying to make, though. Some people you let us sleep in Tiger Life. Like, are you going like to talk talking shit about to Casey Diaz? Jennings? No. Not because you're afraid of him in a fight, but 
you're you don't want to wake that man yeah, up that's like that's just horrendous. not what you want to do i mean like yeah. i'm not like i don't know who i would call out but like there's certain guys you probably would talk shit to but most of them like i don't yeah. want to Get him to miss this dude up. And no, we good. No, yeah. I'm good. I'm about. I'm about what? Four. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already down one set to zero. Yeah. It's like I'm good. I'm yeah. up eighteen fifteen, dude. Oh, I need, I need these last points. three points. I'm like, man. dude, you're doing great. Yeah. You need some water. What do you need right now? I got you. <laughs> time out. You going to that huddle? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I got time. I got water. What you need? Go. What's up? I would love to see someone do a double take. I would love to see someone do a double take. They're sitting there and the coach is talking that. to them. And you just sit next to them, just like hand them a Gatorade, and they, they, they do one up. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I did something similar to that. I think we were playing Troy and Timmy. Uh, Ricardo Rose were playing Troy and Timmy in uh, New mm-hmm. York. And we were switching sides, and I just turned around and walked to their side of the court with them. Yeah. Just yeah. to, like, you know, what's going to on? put my arm around them and started talking to them, you know. Yeah, I want to know what's going on. And everybody started laughing. That's all friendly stuff. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I like I'm okay with it. And a lot yeah. of stuff that I see with, like, Taylor in the finals and, like, he's messing around. Him and Trevor, yeah. Yeah, but that also it's fires him up. It's shit talking, but it's still friendly. It's not like... It's kind of like old school basketball where they were all talking shit, but yeah, there was but... never anything like, yeah, your girlfriend and all that. Like, they never really went, took it. They never really took their guys. They here. did. No, not not very much. Most of it was like... 80s, 90s like, volleyball was all it, shit talking. It was all shit talking, but it was a certain kind of shit talking. Dude. You don't talk but about they were also... You don't, you don't, there was, but there you don't was, fuck with There was boundaries for the most part. For the most part, there was boundaries. Guys want to take it overboard nowadays and expect not to get caught with the two-piece and a biscuit. That's <laughs> he said the biscuit. Yo, you know what? Diet Pepsi? Nah, I think I'm gonna have this biscuit. Give saying. me some water for free. I'm just saying, like friendly shit. I'm not, and I'm, not, I'm not like saying you gotta be the best friend, but like no. you know, shit like what you said. Oh, you hit two cross. What are you gonna do now? Like that sort of shit. Yeah, I'm like, are you gonna you gonna be predictable? Yeah. Or you gonna give me something new? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Casey, Casey uh, Patterson is really. I love his shit talk. It's great. He's and everyone he's done it to, they missed. But you know, but yeah, you but and you notice, and yeah. you notice everybody he chatted up, they missed. They they were they started missing points. I remember he, he I got Ty Loomis, San Francisco semis. Ty Loomis was doing good. He got a uh, or like a dig or whatever, and said something, and Loomis like missed like three of the next four shots, and I'm like, okay. Well, that Loomis is the fiery type of athlete. That, yeah, you know, that's he's yeah. one of those guys that yep. once you talk shit to him, he's gonna try to pound it harder down your throat. Yep, and you know? that's when you. That's when, you make, that's when you make mistakes. Oh, you my know? God. That, that, goes for that goes for people in the stands, too. Do you remember <sighs> the, you. the Ty Trambley where he went into the crowd? He was going to fight someone. He guy said, the guy, about his Ty dad. comes yeah. to the yeah. sideline yeah. and says, I mean, come here, let me talk to you for a second. And Brad Keenan, who was his partner back then, Brad, yeah. huge Brad. Brad comes up and he's like, He's like, um, he says, you want to shut the F up before that, before he comes and kicks your ass? But the way that Brad, Brad said it, I'm like, damn, I was worried about I mean, there's a certain point. I'm all for, like, professionals being professional and being able to take everything that, like, a fan says and all that stuff. And, I and I mean, I think it's easier when you're a basketball – I say it's easier. I don't know. Sub when Josh. you're a basketball player and you're making millions of dollars to ignore people talking shit. But, I like, you can see that. <laughs> there's just a point where, like, Ty Tramley might be a bigger man than me because I may have wanted to beat the guy. I may have really, like, went into the stands. I mean, yeah. like – He's playing tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, Ty is playing. It's playing with uh, um, Bobby playing, Jenkins. Yeah, he's with Bobby Jenkins. Yeah. You want to talk about bracket busters? Like all of these supposed charlatans who think, oh, wow, it's eight spots, eight chances to get in the qualifier. You got Bobby <laughs> Jacobs and Ty Tra- Yeah, I call him. I'm like, that's the option. That's the option. We get to do that here. You know, it's a place you go behind those doors and nobody, nobody's exempt. I'm going to get the men's 
do me a favor, get the men's bracket going. I want to tell this bracket. dude, um, I want to do tell this dude about John Mayer, yeah. the nicest guy in the world, Huntington. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was yelling at the ref, female ref. You know the married couple? I forgot yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, name. I know she is. Um, and the husband told me the story. She um, there was a guy who was heckling her. Oh, this girl sucks. I don't know why they let this chick ref. Oh, the, oh my God, this chick didn't made another bad call. And this is a match John is winning. He's not losing, right? So on the switch off, he stops on the switch off. And I swear to you, this is what this guy told me. And I'm, you will never think John would do this. John says, I don't care who you are. You talk to her like that one more time. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Good. Little skinny, fucking he quiet, mild-mannered Clark Kent turned into Superman John Mayer. <laughs> and I turned said, I love, if you don't love, if you haven't loved John Mayer more than uh, before because of who he is and the type of person, even the type of person you think he is. Yeah, you're right. Fucking love that dude. That, that right, was a sure. cool story. I wanted to I wanted to share with you that it had a, it had a lot to do with heckling and like and like whatever. And the husband, the, the God, I swear to God, I don't remember your names. I'm gonna remember your names in next in next podcast. But the husband the ones that uh, that told me that story. I forgot. So let's we could do a zoom in on this. Let's go to bracket one. Oh, the bracket is up. Yeah, it it's is. Up, it's up for women too. You want to do women first since it's smaller. The men has a hundred freaking teams, and we might not even make it through that. We just pick. I just, just want to pick. Scroll through this. First of all, I pick Sarah and Bustamante. They qualify. They're coming in as a one seed. They got a buy first round. So, however that bracket works out with them, I'm, I'm picking their. Um, me and my girl, we got a pool, like a little twenty dollar pool. We're just trying to. Th- we're just trying to. We're going to dinner tonight. Maybe have some wings if you want. You should come, and maybe maybe we just we print Ooh. it out and then. Uh, Braxton, Braxton, what's up, baby? That's my little my little toehead, Queen Queen Denari's. What's up, Braxton? Where you at? Okay, I guess she's shy. All right, so what are we looking at here? The women's bracket. Yeah. That is the women's bracket right now. What's up, Kel? I like I like Hughes and Bustamante as well. Kel, we're wrapping up about five minutes. We're still rolling right now, but Braxton, you know, she steals the show if she wants to. We're doing um brackets, Kelly. We're going to do that later tonight at dinner if you want. You, know, you can take my money again. She always wins this. Um, so for the one seed bracket, I got Sarah Hughes. I got Hughes and Bustamante. Of course. And that's a shame because, I mean, Presley and, um, Presley and um, Lacey are in that pool. They're in that bracket. Mm, where? Oh, yeah. Who's in that bracket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Duran's daughter, program director, oh, yeah, um, yeah. Presley. She's like, Presley. The sh- she's five three, and uh, Lacey, who's five six, she's a star on the barrel at Penn State. They won, they won the chip twice. Lacey Fuller, the red redhead chick. So they're playing small ball, and that's it, the way they play is good enough to get two rounds, but they ain't getting past that. Uh, next round, who you got? Let's see. Past that. Give me um. It's probably I'm gonna take the Scarborough um. Oh, you're going to take Bray. Bray's a I'm going to take Bray and Sturbinski, yeah. I'm going to take the eight over the nine. I don't think anyone's going to bracket bust that. You? I can't really see the brackets. All right, cool. Sorry. You got, you can put it up on your phone. I'm going to pull it up here. Jeff, you know why he's pulling it up? I'm going to take... I'm going to take my Midwest girls. Okay. They've been pretty hot recently, so... I like it. Who's that? Um... It's Jendrick and Cleason. Are they the ones that qualified? Texas. Texas, Austin? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they didn't get in in Texas, but they were, like, really close. Who's the team that beat Betsy first round in Austin? They came in as a 16 and beat the one. They weren't the one. The one was uh, 
uh, for Austin, the one was Betsy and, and was Emily, Emily Day. But it's yeah. cool to see Stubinsky. That was, that was uh, Minari and Nyquist? Maybe. Minari and Nyquist? Here Here's a better zoom in. Oh, my phone. So um, you see Sarah Hughes. So just scroll down to the 8 and 9. See, there's another one with the 8. I think the 8 and the 9. And I think the 8 beats the 9 on this one. Damn, we are RM, boys. That's it? That's it. <laughs> now nah, let's just at least do the women. So I got, I got my Florida girls, man. Those girls, I see them probably beating Van Cust and Roland. All right. So Third, who are they? 13 seeds, Hogan and Rice. All right, cool. Let's go to the next one, uh, Jeff. The next one should have the four. I'm on the right one, right? Yeah. No, you skipped it. You skipped the four. There's the four. Roland and Van Gunst. Yeah, the Norris. No. Oh, you got Hogan and Rice. Sorry, Jeff. You're right. I got Boom. Hogan and Rice. You're going on to the next one. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it in the Hogan's a sleeper, dude. Uh, she really is. She's dude. been training really hard, and I Megan. I don't know why she hasn't been playing more AVPs because I see her at everything else. Yep. Uh, All right, let's she's go. She's a sleeper. Cool, we can scroll. She won that P1440 Huntington. Yeah. She won yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um. Callahan Wolpot. Yeah. I see them winning. Yeah, that's a beer bracket except for the wits. You have the twins. Yeah. Right? Number 11, the Turk Spinner. Let's go, brother. Let's scroll down more. Cammy Manuel and I call each other brother. Nice. That's uh, Marty's girlfriend. Yep. The Turk and Karoloff are a qualifying machine. Can 11 beat the six, though? Yeah, I'm going with the Turk and Karoloff on that one. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I ain't trying to disrespect anybody by calling it a beer bracket, but that's a beer bracket. I, uh, <laughs> I don't have any comments on this bracket. Stone Cold Steve Austin, you like give someone a stunner and have a beer, you know? Hefe has no comments on this bracket. Hefe stays I, I, idle, okay. I gotta, I gotta stay switching. The North Sisters, I got them. You got them? I, I got the 10 beating the 7. Really? Yes. I like the 7, Maguire Milosevic. All right, cool, let's go. One more. I'm taking, uh, the, I'm taking the 10. I like the 7, but I'm taking the 10. Davis and Crab. Dykstra and Smith. Kim Smith's playing better volleyball um, pretty much after New York up to this point. So this is a different folder. Oh, the other. There's two Lacey folders. Yeah. Okay, that's the other one. Yeah, she's in the top bracket with Sarah Hughes. She has to play first. Yeah, Dykstra and Smith. You too, right? You know, I send a shout out to my girl Katie Piles. They're number 18. So yeah, they could. I mean, dude, they could, they could definitely mm. get in. So we so we probably got to skip the men because there's there's a hundred slots and unless and unless we're just gonna pick one to eight, huh? Oh, hold up, we gotta finish with this. We have our last. Oh my, do you have it up? I do. So what? Uh, oh, Mister Area Fifty One. <laughs> we got this group so, of people that want to infiltrate. If you guys didn't know, September twentieth, two thousand nineteen is the date. It's not canceled. Two hundred thousand people <laughs> meet. Dougie and I. We are going. <laughs> Meet Dougie and I at the Do Not Trespass sign or we will shoot you. Meet us there. Yep. 200,000 people are oh going to be raiding Area 51. There is two, 200,000 confirmed and 200,000 interested. So We're we might have 400,000 people raiding yeah. Area 51. And, you know, honestly, once they start so, shooting, you got to go forward. Yeah, but they back. said they can't shoot us all. No. You know? No, just you so, who's in the front. <laughs> It can't get us all. Now I'm not trying to shoot all of y'all. Just you, mother. They can't shoot us all. Who do I sign up for this? Please, Jeff. 
So basically, what is it? They're just trying to um, free the aliens? They're, they're trying to go in there and see if there really are aliens in Area 51. God. Their idea is that uh, the sign-up says they can't shoot it. They can't get us all. Yeah. That was the sign-up. I think my camera's out. It says if we all infiltrate, you cool. can't shoot us all. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah, I had yours in a battery pack and that died, cool. so we just ride it out. And they want to, uh, yeah, they want to uh, let the aliens go, you know? Go in there and get the aliens out and... And we got 200,000 people who fucking co-sign on this. And 200,000 more. This is like surreal, surrealism. First of all, I'm ex-military. And if someone says they're going to shoot you, you will get shot. (laughs) You will get shot. My boy here is who's who's listening in, Chris. He's Air Force. You know, I'm I'm a Gulf War vet. My father, um, a Vietnam vet, grandfather, both sides, Korean World War War II. And I was on guard duty, man. And you got orders. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying we're Nazis or whatever, but if you got orders, you got orders, you're man. You're there for a reason, right? But you're right. You're gonna need enough bullets. Who got who got two hundred thousand rounds? Area fifty-one. And you you probably gonna get shot area, ten times. No you're gonna take ten of those for the I'll team. Be, I'll be right in front if I yeah. go. Photography so, is prohibited. Use of deadly force is authorized. This is the sign you see entering into area. And we're gonna meet right there. That's where we're meeting right there. Me and Dougie are gonna meet you. We're guys going there. to Area fifty-one. Jeff. That's how we're going to wrap up. September 20th. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we got to wrap up. Right. <laughs> Listen, yo, thank you. I wanted to make this happen. And at some point, we got to do this again next time. Yeah, you come we've through. been talking about it for and a few weeks. It seems like the stuff we're talking about are hours. <laughs> it goes by like that, you know? Now I know how Joe Rogan feels. He does like these three-hour ones. Don't even pee, boy. We got a bladder. So listen, for all of y'all at home, man. Anything, any plug you want to uh, uh, put out before oh, yeah, you go? Your sponsors, your sponsors. Yeah, man. I just want to thank uh, Cali Bear CBD, my boy Chris Ships, who's been sponsoring uh, Ricardo. New Yorker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's our sponsor we've been working with. Uh, Jägermeister. Okay. Got the hat. Um, they nice. just came on board with us. Yep. Um, Rockstar Promotions and Management. Make sure you check us out. All right. Yep. That's our new. Uh, Chris landed already. Chris is, I think, um, he's playing tomorrow. So I'm, I'm, I hope he, he's yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, he's here. He should be here. He said he was coming. He's playing for sure. I saw right, cool. I tried to get um, him a partner. So, but could, yeah. You know, all right. He said he got somebody. He got, did. Got a big talk here. He said he got a cave troll that's slow learning, but was good at the net. <laughs> I don't know. I'm blowing, this, wants, I'm blowing this person up, person up too, so sorry. He just wants to have fun. Yeah. All right, so cool, man. So all, but, uh, all yeah. of us. Yes. Thank you for having me, Jeff. Yeah, man. For Jeff Jason. Samuels. Always a pleasure. For Doug E. Fresh. I am Jason DeBeas. We'll see, we'll see you on the beach tomorrow. Yeah, man. Get out yeah. there. Get out there. Let's do our thing. Peace. UFOs are real, guys. I'm out. Meet us there. Oh. Area 51, <laughs> September 20th. Yo, I'm turning this off, man. Bye. That's a, Bye. Area 51. Meet us at the sign. Meet us at the sign.